You're listening to Zen Sandwich, a podcast that encourages mindfulness, gratitude, and hopefully an occasional laugh. I'm Mark Reed, a former college professor and lawyer. Now I live in the countryside of Japan, make traditional Japanese paper, and try to make myself and the world a little better today than it was yesterday. I'm here twice a week, either with research and observations or talking with inspiring, artistic, and influential people. The idea is to bring some calm and kindness to the world and help you do the same. Hey, here we are. So uh, here's the discussion for today. It's about moving through life with ease. Now, I know that sounds too good to be true for sure. Uh, Plain and simple, life's not easy, right? Of course not. Uh, We all face significant obstacles, tragedies, etc. But I mean day-to-day ease. So what's in it for you? Uh, Well, putting major obstacles and tragedies aside, uh, that's for another time, I want to discuss putting day-to-day stress at ease, the practice of getting rid of it altogether. I want to discuss something that I will call lean back as you move forward. So I, uh, I recently became overwhelmed. Uh, a little bit, and it exhausted me uh, mentally. Um, you know, putting this podcast together twice a week is not the only thing I do. Uh, for example, almost none of you know this. Even my closest friends who listen don't aren't actually aware of this. But I am also on uh, the board of directors for an animal rescue organization called Guatemala United for Animals or Unidos para los Animales, if you're in Guatemala. Um, Anyway, a part of my duties uh, with that organization is to provide pro bono legal counsel to them. Legal research sometimes, drafting letters, etc. Some issues have come up here with that project recently. And then back to the podcast, uh, in addition to the production of the actual podcast, the research and preparation or the interviews I line up, there's a website that accompanies this show. Zensamage.com. I do everything there from the layout and design to finding new writers and contributors for it uh, to writing for it myself. Um, I run a Facebook group called the Zen Dog Live, which any of you listening can can join, by the way. Just do a search on Facebook and you'll you can uh, you'll find us. Um, I also had to continuously market the podcast and keep it going and uh, to keep it growing. And um, I also try to create additional videos for patrons of the show uh, that that only they can see on patreon.com slash Zen Sandwich. A little shameless plug there. Um, anyway, all of this, which could pack all that together, that could easily be a full-time job, is secondary to my actual job, my actual source of income, which is a full-time job. And that's making washi, Japanese paper, with my wife here in Japan. If something comes up suddenly with that business... The podcasting, the marketing, the website, even my legal duties with Guatemala United for Animals, all of that has to be put on hold. So I became overwhelmed recently. And for a moment, a brief moment, but for a moment I I froze a bit. And uh, because all of those things were pressing at the time, all of them had some pending issue to be accomplished or uh, resolved. I got into this this uh, moment of like a frozen rut. And for me, there are a few ways to get out of a, you know, it's kind of like writer's block, I guess for, you know, writers, you know, I just, I sort of 
I didn't know what to do, which one to do. I just knew that they all needed attention. So, uh, you know, there are a few ways to get out of frozen rut. For some people, they turn to meditation, and that works for me sometimes. Others uh, block things out by just immersing themselves in social media. Um, I usually do a kind of, uh, I usually kind of rebound with some breathing and bringing my mind to the present. You know, I talk about this stuff all the time. But in this uh, particular case, the, the catalyst that snapped me out of my stress rut recently was a recollection of an old lesson I had studied years ago. Um, it was a Zen influence lesson on leaning back versus leaning into things. So this practice of leaning back as opposed to leaning in, which is what a lot of us try to do, and we wind up getting burned out, frustrated easily, it, it helped a lot. I shifted my mind and my efforts and began to move through the day with much, much more ease and comfort. It's almost laughable because of the paradox that somehow leaning back is the way to move forward with ease. Basically, the idea is this. Instead of having a tense, stressed attitude about whatever you're doing, uh, whether it's a Zoom meeting for work or you have a list of chores to do at home, you can lean back a little and be more relaxed. You can literally try it now as you listen to this. I mean, where are you holding tension? Now, I'm not about to lead you to a guided meditation. You, this is stuff you can do on your own. Where do you feel stress? Is it in your gut? In your mind? Take a few breaths and release that tension. Let go of that shit. <laughs> Look, I'm all about realistic Zen practice here, and I would rather shoot it to you straight than bore you with perplexing Zen koans or deep philosophical rants about the inner self. That stuff has a place too, by the way, and I, I might do an episode on that stuff sometimes. But um, but here's the raw version of quote quote Zen. <laughs> it, it's not as mystical as it as it's it is made out to be sometimes. The raw version is this. Breathe. Relax. Let shit go. <laughs> Release the tension. Okay, Mark. I, I can hear you saying I can hear you saying already. Alright, Mark. Hold on. I still got that Zoom meeting or those chores to do, right? Okay, that's fine. But come to a place of ease and peace first. It takes some practice, but most of us are holding on to unnecessary tension in what we do a lot of the time. I mean, me too. I got to remind myself. That's how this how this topic came up, is I had to remind myself to uh, let go of unnecessary tension. If you can get to a place of leaning back from everything that you're doing and not leaning into it, the things you're doing all day can be more restful and you'll feel you will finish the day feeling more satisfied and, and refreshed. So back to the Zoom meeting, you know, let's say you got an hour long conference call or something. That's a relaxing time with another human being. Now, I mean, you might have some important agenda to discuss, but unless you're negotiating for peace in the Middle East, I mean, in the big scheme of things, 
that agenda ain't that important. You're not that important. I'm not that important. That's a good thing. (laughs) Sure, maybe people depend on you. Your family depends on you and your job. I'm not saying be lazy or disregard your obligations. I'm saying lean back and face those obligations with a sense of ease. Practice this. The better you get at it, you will be happier with who you are as a person. Seriously. Do you have a bunch of chores to do around the house? It's not a problem. Take on each one with deliberate care. Give it your full attention, but have a restful attitude toward the task. I do this every morning. I um, I usually... Not always. Let me be clear, not always, because my wife is going to listen to this at some point, and I don't want to get in trouble for lying here. But usually, I'm the one uh, who kind of gets the house started in the morning. I make the coffee and breakfast, usually, not always. Uh, Do the dishes and take care of the bedroom, do some morning cleaning. It's cathartic. It's cleansing, refreshing, kind of a feng shui thing for me. Uh, to have some balance and harmony throughout the day, you know, if you if you have a clean house, right? But I have these self-imposed chores that I do every day, uh, all the while uh, my mornings are kind of time-sensitive. Because while it's morning here in Japan, it is evening for contacts that I have with people in the United States or Guatemala. So if I have an interview to do or need to take care of some business with someone there, uh, you know, it's approaching bedtime for them when I wake up. So there's this sense of urgency for me to get through those chores uh, so that I can hop on Zoom or send an email by a certain time. You know what, though? How I get it done? By doing one thing at a time. Giving my full attention to that one thing. And lately, I had to remind myself to have a peaceful attitude an attitude of ease as I move through those tasks and whatever I have to do afterwards. I I don't multitask at all. I don't recommend it. (laughs) Um, One of the first rules of Zen, so to speak, actually one of the, I would call it a guiding principle. There There are no rules in Zen. Let's be clear about that. There's no dogma. There's no rules in Zen. But one of the guiding principles is to do one thing at a time. Do it slowly and deliberately. And you want the real secret to pulling this off? Let yourself feel nourished, fed by everything around you. When you walk outside, sure, you you can be caught up in the, the thoughts of all the shit you got to do, right? Or you can be open at that moment to the nature around you and feel nourished by it all. Or soak in the the beauty of the person in front of you, even if you don't like them. (laughs) Uh, Everyone is beautiful. You gotta sometimes you gotta dig deep to find that, right? Or think about the people that you're doing whatever you're doing, uh, the people you're doing it for, and feel a sense of concern, compassion, care for them. Whether that's I'm doing this chore for my wife to make her life a little easier in some minuscule way, 
or you're, you know, you're doing a work-related activity for your business or, your, or customers or whoever you're serving or helping in life. Think about them. Feel fed by everything around you, by the mundane. Practice this and you won't feel so drained by everything you have to do. Lean back. Lean back and move forward. All right, here's your five minutes in. Um, here are a few realistic ways, practical ways to master your relationship with time. Uh, and this doesn't merely apply to when you feel overwhelmed. Uh, you can implement this every day. So I'll, I'll give you three. First, uh, see the gift in the time that you have. You get to use each day to make something, to love, to feel joy, laugh, listen to music, see nature, to feel. Don't waste it thinking about how little time you have uh, or I don't have time to get everything done. You know, Appreciate the time that you have as a, an incredible gift. Every moment, honestly. Even right now as you listen to this. See, your day just got a little better, didn't it? <laughs> um, two, be honest about your priorities. You probably can't do everything on your to-do list today. Okay, then prioritize. When I have those chores in the morning and someone I need to contact in the U.S., I, I think about how important is the thing in the U.S.? Um, can it wait until tomorrow or does it need to be taken care of now? If it can wait, then my full attention goes back to the morning chores. If it can't wait, well, the, the chores can. Those dirty dishes will still be there. The point is I give full attention to the interview or conference call, or if something comes up in the paper-making business. You know, we have to tend to these fields where we grow the trees, for example. And whether that's weed-eating or harvesting the trees or other care and maintenance that I won't go into, um, I put that first, and I give it my full attention. The podcast can wait, because I've prioritized the necessity of the family business first. Choose your time. Choose to spend your time according to your honest priorities or the way you would like to spend your time. And three, uh, don't let, this is important too, I, I could have put this first, don't let things get familiar. Most of us have experienced uh, the feeling that time is flying by faster and faster every year. And this is likely because of a phenomenon where we don't, we don't notice things when they get really familiar like driving past your neighborhood on the way home without seeing any of it. I mean, you're on, your mind's on autopilot, right? What if we stop letting things get too familiar? What if you look at everything as if it were the first time you were seeing it? Time would all of a sudden become less blurry and you'd be fully in the moment. So try each of these three. See the gift of time um, be honest about prioritizing. I mean, that means self-care too. That means, you know, prioritize some downtime. <laughs> and three, you know, see familiar things again for the first time, as if it were the first time. Give yourself fully to this practice and see what happens. Your relationship to time might never be the same again. Okay, that's all for this one. A uh, quick shout out to Kareth Cash and Wordy, a continued benefactor of the show in more ways than one. Uh, thank you, Kareth, uh, for your time and uh, and efforts. Um, and if you would like to support the show, 
please visit us at patreon.com slash zen sandwich and buy us a cup of coffee. Um, if not, that's cool. Uh, help us by telling someone about the show or join the Zen Dog Life on Facebook and uh, contribute something there. All right, so I am going to go now and um, take this gift of time and finish my chores. But uh, seriously, that is actually what I'm about to do. And uh, But look at it. Look at this familiar thing as if I'm looking at it for the first time. Um, and I encourage you to do the same.